0: Now, some people struggle to show affection in relationships and they find it difficult to to be intimate or they just are always off and they can never really share or express their feelings. And those people are often described as emotionally unavailable. Now, if you think this is you. I think this is the conversation you need to pay close attention to and feel free to ask any questions if you have on 82 And joining me is a regular contributor from Couples Helper, founding manager, Louis. Louis, welcome to Live at Night. It's been a while. How have you been holding up? Well, it's smash. I'm well and you, man i'm feeling good man it's always good to have these chats um uh, emotional unavailability one thing that i have struggled with in terms of uh, expressing my emotions um is like the whole nine yards you know and only now i am learning how to do that but before we even talk about how to go about expressing your feelings or your emotions how do we define emotional unavailable
1: Can we start with what is emotional availability? Will Mm -hmm. that help? Mm -hmm. So if someone is emotionally available, usually in my world, we will say it's someone who's able to articulate emotions, first of all. Second, it's someone who stays close in pain and in conflict. It's someone who's able to connect with a partner who's got difficult emotions. And it's someone who's reliable, constant, predictable, and close in a relationship. They are just there when they're present. And they're able to emotionally self regulate.
0: I think by by defining emotion emotional availability, I have an idea what emotional unavailability is. <laughs>
1: Someone unable to do all of those things. <laughs>
0: yeah, <laughs> I mean we are laughing about it, and and it's it's like it's in it's in layman's terms. Why do we? Why do you think we struggle with availing ourselves with our emotions?
1: You should remember, um, Snash, that emotion availability assumes that um, it has been cultivated in you from from a young age. Mm. We think we are born emotionally available, but we're not. It's actually a skill or a competency that should be developed in in kids. So it will it will demand a parent or parents that are safe, emotional, and is um, cultivating that part of you as a kid. You will not be able to do something you did not receive or something did not mirror in, in you growing up. Oh, dang, it's a man. competency that needs to be developed.
0: Oh damn I know I know a lot of people um even myself at some point, I felt like I wasn't given love, you know, and now You're in not- the in the future, you introspect and you wonder why you act out and you mentioned some being in contact when you are in pain and how your first immediate response when you are in pain is want to take away your love. how do we address these? nuances, and start taking progressive steps to dealing with our emotional availability.
1: Sorry, Shmash, I just want to go one step back, if you'll allow me. Mm -hmm. What just came up for me is just realizing actually how unfair being adult, what adulting is, you know. We never receive those things. No one ever showed them. And then people just expect one day that when you meet the right person, that you'll just have it. Actually we don't have a very good chance of making it, eh? You don't? So yeah, it's it's very difficult. So um the question you ask me is how do you how do you go about? It? I think the first step is just to be accountable and really ask yourself the question, how competent are you in loving in this respect? Are you someone who are able to be emotionally connected to other people? Or is it something you struggle with? I think the first step is to be accountable and self-reflective about it and be honest about it. The chances of that, if you are unavailable, your partner has said it to you a few times.
0: And that's the truth, man. And because like the, you know, the follow-up question would be, how should anyone who suspects that they're emotionally unavailable should go about dealing with, uh, uh, confronting the other person about it? But it's also like looking at self. Now, Louis, knowing what we just know right now or what you just expressed, right? Does it mean like before we jump into relationships or if you are in a relationship right now, you need to take a step back and ask yourself from what emotions were given to you and what emotions are expected from you today. How do we navigate that conversation uh, with like real solutions, if you like? You see,
1: that's what makes loving so complicated at times is that the chances are if you if you're in a new relationship and in the romantic phase, the first phase, you will not notice it. Well, the first half of your relationship, because of the attachment, the romantic stage, two people are emotionally available. The unavailability is only revealed after the, the commitment phase. So the chances are that in the first half of your dating period, you will not even know that your partner has has got that problem or that challenge. It's only when you go from the dating and the romantic to building a bond where it's revealed, where it comes out.
0: Hmm. Emotional availability. Does does someone's personality play a part in how that
1: is related in their life? I think, of course, I think so. I think some of our personalities are heart-centered, some are head-centered, and the heart-centered personalities are much easier growing to a competency of emotional intelligence and emotional connectedness. So I think for some personalities, it's easier to grow to that part where in the head part of personalities, it's um, part of your shadow and the lost world, and your challenge is just so much bigger. So I think it contributes to that.
0: Now, can one have, like, a little bit of both? Or if you are, if you find a partner who's all about their heart and then you fall in love with someone who's all about, like, the risk management, you know, what's happening in the brain. Mm. Yeah, so, so do you think that could play a part in these two worlds coming together and meeting, you yeah, know, smash. As, they, as they
1: say? Of course, remember, opposites attract we marry opposites, you fall in love with the opposite because two worlds, love is all about growth and about wholeness and growing. So the one world will always invite another world to their reality. So the biggest gift to the head personalities is falling in love with that person that needs emotional connectedness. And that need of emotional connectedness will be your gift and your road back to your own heart.
0: Now, let's let's talk about how do you know that you are emotionally <laughs> fit to be in a relationship because like we've we've broken down some of the things earlier on in part one of this conversation uh, is it something that someone should be ready for or or it comes with age when does it happen you know because you don't want toxic relationships and i don't think anybody wants a toxic relationship is it yeah i don't
1: think you need someone that's emotionally connected when you start dating. I think to find that person will be hard. You need someone who's willing to learn it. I think that's the first thing I would like you to remember. You don't need to marry perfection someone is capable, but just someone who's willing to learn that. That's what you need to go for. And I think all couples should make a note tonight somewhere that growing to emotional connectedness is part of the journey of love. That's one of the, the growth things they will go through. Um, So you're not broken if you don't have that. It's one of the stations. We fall in love. The next step is commitment. The next step is let's grow as a couple to emotional connectedness. And whether you're able to do it or not will determine if the relationship survives or not.
0: Let's talk about those couples who are between a rock and a hard place. And one is, both of them are emotionally unavailable to each other, yet they still live in the same household. And. They are listening to this radio show right now what do you have to say to them
1: it must be a very lonely place love mm-hmm. is only love when it's when it's felt and experienced on an emotional level so the probability are that um, those people would probably feel very alone
0: let's talk about the tools and, uh, uh, let's also talk about the tools that they can that they can um, think of implementing practical tools, uh, as as I would say.
1: Yes, um, Major that's what makes this work so difficult. Is um, we can give practical tools, but for each person, they will they will have very specific challenges to their own personalities. So I can share a, a few broad tools. The one would be we live in a, in a, in a lovely town where there's personality coaches, therapists like me who teaches this to people. So be open, be curious, Google, go and learn, stick into a program, do a weekend workshop. The second thing is start the conversation in your relationship. How does it feel living with me? How does it feel? Um, Start exercising, voicing your needs in a very practical way. Start exercising at least once a day, voicing your emotions. Um, Exercising once a day, asking your partner how they feel. I think those, those are five practical steps to start with.
0: And that's a, that's, a, that's a beautiful question to be asked. How do you feel? And like, like it also gives you an opportunity to truly express
1: how you feel, you know? Well, that's um, the one question emotional, emotional unavailability doesn't ask. Emotional unavailability, unavailability doesn't ask how are you? Oh, man. Never ask that question.
0: Louie, on 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 that beautiful note, I appreciate you for your insight. Um, uh, I'll be I'll I'll be going through some WhatsApps about uh, this chat because it also just took me a step back, you know, um, on a level of saying like, it's actually what you are willing to learn about yourself and willing to see where you lack and where you can grow, and that's what love is, you know, um fulfilling each other I, growing together and 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 you know when you when you fall picking yourself up and wanting to do better when you said accounting you know accounting speaks to that like making sure that when you do get up you will you will account to what made you fall and making sure that in the future it doesn't happen and if it does happen forgiveness is i I guess is the is the harmony you know
1: yes and love is all about developing the competencies it's developing your skill like every other skill. And be brave. Learn that.
0: Louis, thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate this chat.
1: Smash. Have a lovely evening. Cheers.
0: Louis Fenter, founder of Couples Help. Uh, go and check him out. Um, uh, really amazing work that he does. Um, uh, he's got also a workshop called uh, Art of Loving. And all the details uh, should be on their social media. Couples Help. It's that simple.